What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 196th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. Wink. What's going on, dude? Well, hot damn, GMP. How you doing, sir? I am doing <sighs> fantastic. Well, that is good. Um, I don't know. Based on the title of this stream, I'm not sure how fantastic you're doing, but we'll get to that here shortly. Lots of exciting <laughs> stuff, though. I mean, Lord, this is the... Um, uh, I- I'm going to switch around the these first two topics because it's the 40th anniversary of The Empire Strikes Back, and... Me being a huge Star Wars fan, uh, and just having a birthday, I, I gotta share a gift. Check check this out. Uh, oh, now you're gonna make me get up. I probably. <laughs> so the sultry female got me the Lego Star Wars uh, 40th anniversary stormtrooper helmet. I have not put it together yet. I am quite excited awesome. about that. However, here is the big gift. This. I kid you not, I can't make this up. This is what the sultry female actually made me. She tracked down somebody that knew how to make them, and they helped her out and such. Oh, but yes. You know where this is going. Check it out. Oh, he's got some girth Yeah. To him. He's a big boy. My, my own little baby green gizmo. He is uh, pretty impressive, too, I have to say. That is very I, nice. I did not expect it. He's got his little cloak. It'll come off, and he's got... He's even got little fingers and toes. He's very well done. I am super impressed, and he is absolutely adorable. So now I have to find a spot here in the office to actually put him. Um, oh, you don't sleep with it? I, I don't. Um, I, I should. <laughs> maybe I should get a backpack, or may, maybe I should find a way to fasten him over my chair. Although he is green, so that probably doesn't work well with the green screen, does it? I'll be right back. I'll show you mine. <laughs> All right, perfect. Um, but yeah, so th- that was that was pretty awesome. So big thank you to the sultry female for going through that effort. Um, but all right, check this. What you out. got, sir? It's not going to show Ooh. up very well on the since it's green, so it'll be see through. But if you can kind of make out what's inside of this box, I can. Very nice. I've got my little green gizmo Funko Pop yesterday and i'm super, super and you stoked. are a big collector of the pops so uh yeah that was a good find because they sold out within two weeks oh wow of coming out so Damn. yeah it's crazy glad i got it. very cool <laughs> um 
just t- tying right in to the Mandalorian. That was some pretty, That's very pretty true. crazy news uh, regarding the Mandalorian season two. Um, do, do you know how to pronounce his name? Because I've got no idea, and I would butcher it. Tamura Morrison? Yeah, I think that's probably pretty good. I was just thinking shrimp uh, because sushi, like tempura <laughs> shrimp. Um, tempura. <laughs> but the actor who played Jango Fett in the prequels has been cast for season two of The Mandalorian. Yes, and I don't. I was. I went, didn't want to give out bad information on the podcast, so I couldn't see anywhere of the character that he was actually cast for. Right. But everyone's got they got a. Uh, pretty good guess as to who he's going to be playing and if it is that person he's the perfect person to play him because playing Django Fett with all the clones that are out there anyone that was a clone of him for him to play them later on makes perfect sense to me so agreed I think that's awesome I can't wait to see him in that show I can't I can't wait for all the other new characters that we've heard about in Mandalorian season yep. two, I just can't wait for Mandalorian I, season two. Me either. It's God, that show's freaking good, and I cannot wait. So pumped. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome, man. It's Delorean. Uh, all right, let's do this. I'm gonna turn everything into Mandalorian. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? Well, you missed, you skipped something, so we'll do it after. Oh, this. what did I skip? Oh, you know what you skipped. Oh, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll do that after <laughs> this this part because I haven't got to that part yet. Um, I'm glad you agree with. All me. right, so <laughs> the the weekend. Why don't we start with me? Uh, okay, considering okay. you're that's. Uh, Breaking this week in Swaga breaking news. I quit playing Swaga on my alt account. So, so there you go. Down in flames goes the alt account. Um, the alt account is gone. It's no more. I just decided that there. It was more of a hassle now to play an alt account than it was fun with the amount of things that are going on in the game. So I stopped my alt account altogether. I do not have my alt account anymore. Officially Actually, quitting. I do have it. It's in my alt guild until they find a replacement for me. Right. So I'm just gathering energy right now. But I did quit Swaga, so it's not a lie to everyone That's that was wondering. true. That is true. Um, <laughs> so dig into this a little bit more, because I know a lot of people, a lot of our listeners do have alt accounts. So... What I mean was it just too much time? Was it because uh, I mean th- it's it's? I'll tell you what it is. I there's a lot of things I find more enjoyable than this right now, and a lot of times I'll end up spending an extra thirty to forty minutes at the end of the night finishing off my dailies when I would rather be playing PlayStation or PC games rather than this. And if I could cut out half that time doing my territory battles and my territory wars and my GAC and all the energies and dailies and all that stuff. Then I wanted to do it because of the fact that there's nothing, nothing going on right now and there's no sign of what's to come. So I'm just going to cut out the one account and play one so I can focus more on it and hopefully enjoy it more than stressing about time over two accounts. So that's didn't all, all have all the fun tunes on it. 
Yes, it did. <laughs> that's okay. And it was also closer to Galactic Legends. Ooh. So that kind of hurts. Yeah. I had all the resistance at Gear 13. I had uh, the only one I didn't was I was a few pieces away from Gear 13. Uh, the one that's not resistance. Or maybe it was. Uh, wow. I, I had them almost all. So Crazy. Whatever. It's fine. If I don't think about that fact, then I don't feel so bad about it. And to answer a question in chat, yes, that was your Bounty Hunter account, which is disappointing. It was the Bounty Hunter account, which kind of sucks because now I'm going to look at my Bounty Hunters on my main account and wonder, (laughs) what am I doing with myself? Yeah, that's that's a fair question to ask. So, Um, Yeah, I can't blame you for quitting the alt. I would probably do the same thing. It's the reason I never started one, just because I don't want to spend the time. I spend enough time on the game. I'd rather find time doing other things. Um, so, yeah. Um, all right. So, now, now that you got that out of the way, what about your main account? What did you do <laughs> this week, sir? All right. So, the main account was a lot of low gear tune gearing. Uh, I I don't know why I was thinking that Palpatine was for Ray. Um. Once I realized Palpatine was for Kylo, I immediately started gearing him because I had him gear 11. And now, this is the annoying part, right? I don't understand this. I have 4,000 boom boxes. But somehow all the gear 13 and gear 12 stuff requires Mark V droid callers. And I have none. Yeah. This is why the uh, the trade-in for gear pieces yeah. would be amazing. If I could trade 10 for 5, I would do it over and over and over for droid collars. Well, I think there's a reason need... they pick droid collars. Because it's not like the most common <laughs> thing you're going to have. But it's also not yeah. like the one thing that you probably spend the most of. The most spent probably furnaces. So it's probably second. So, eh. Yeah, so I'm 33 Mark V droid collars away from gear 13 for Palpatine. So I've almost got him gear 13. Uh, I got Hux to gear 11 because he was the focus this week because I really wanted his capital ship to be better the next time I try that uh, that event to get the uh, capital ship shards. Yep, finalizer. So now he's he's a couple pieces from gear 12, which should help me to do better in that mission because he was gear yeah. 6 or 7 before. So yeah, that'll be better. I got Sith Trooper to gear 9. He needs freaking stun guns, so of course he's stuck there. I don't know. But yeah. It's it's all those three are looking pretty good on that farm now. Oh, because I got Phasma to gear thirteen. I don't know if I mentioned Ooh. that last week. So Okay, nice. I'm on I'm on to the more obscure tunes. Yeah. Now. But uh I like it. Yeah. And there's one more thing I have to mention. Okay. I I made Kyber in uh, Grand Arena Championships. What? Good night, Punk. Made Kyber in Grand Arena Championships for the first time. Felt pretty good. And for a while there, I was ahead of you on the standings. And then you must have (laughs) uh, selected your earnings after I did. So you became, you beat me by like 100 points. Really? Yeah, I, th- I thought I had you by more than that because I I did pretty well. Maybe at it's the a end. thousand. No, it was a thousand points because you had won two out of. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. you won the last two. I only won one of the last. Right. Two. Yeah. So it was a thousand. Yeah, I did pretty well, kind of towards the end. So that was exciting. Um, yeah. So uh, 
That's awesome. That's your first time making Kyber, so you got those extra rewards, and you get the really cool little banner around your around your profile pic, which is probably the best part because it looks pretty snazzy. Um, yeah, it looks uh, it looks good, and I got the title, so all the things that I didn't have. Before, oh, that's I right, have. Kyber Combatant. I like it. All right, so my weekend swaga was very exciting. I wanted to start the. Uh, Start this 40th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back off, you know, in the right way. So, how else would I do it besides uh, taking a character who I recently zated up to Relic level? So, Relic level 4 now is Stark, which is very exciting because... He gets you had all the pieces for speed on him already, right? So he didn't get any extra speed from it. Oh no, he did. Uh, I only had one uh-huh, gear. I only had one gear twelve piece on him, so I added five pieces to him and shot him to gear thirteen. Um, so he gained the. Well, he had a speed set on him, so he basically gained twenty two speed. And I remodded him a little bit. I've got him to three hundred and eighteen speed. He is. He is quite fast. Um, I want to get back to using that team as a Night Sister killer, but Stark alone being Gear Thirteen isn't going to do it, right? So, so naturally, the next step in that progression would be Relic Four Death Trooper, my boy. I, your guy. I have loved. That has been one of my favorite characters in this game for so long. Amazing kit, super fun to use. He's just freaking awesome. I love Death Trooper and uh, Relic 4 now. It basically doubled his damage output, a lot more tanky, faster, remodded them. Um, and I tell you what, I cannot wait to use this team. Um, so I've got set up, of course, Stark goes first, nice and early. I mean, he's effectively uh, 338 speed out of the gate, so... He's basically always going to go first against anything I'm using him versus. Death Trooper immediately goes after because of turn meter gain. But not only that, but I mean Stark with his Zetas removing turn meter from the opposing team. So you have a pretty open door. And that's the thing I like about that Zeta a lot is Death Trooper. He'll come in, do the AoE, do the cooldown increase. And because of the terminal reduction from Stark, even if an enemy character was super close to him in speed, you're going to have a big open door for uh, veers and range, and basically everybody else just jump in and start going mad. So um, I can't wait to see how this team actually operates now that I've remodded it and you know kind of set everybody up. I need to do a little bit more modding on um, uh, on range trooper. Because he's a little bit slow at the moment. Uh, need to get him a couple more speed. And then I'll be good to go. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that team. Uh, I, I might, you know, depending on how this does in testing in this territory war. I might try to take another one of these Imperial Troopers up to Relic levels. Maybe like Snow Trooper or something. Someone who, you know, deals death. Um, but I, I'm <laughs> I'm pretty pumped about this team because uh, Death Trooper you know who deals death. Death Trooper, Jerry. I thought about it. I, I dude, I had Jerry Gear Twelve on my all. He's got some awesome turn meter reduction. He's, he's turn meter reduction. The double taps. It well, not double taps, but hitting multiple characters. It's uh, it's good times. Good times. Yep. 
Agreed. Um, all right. So the other thing is I relic Vandor Chewbacca. He is relic three. I have been working on the Stormtrooper Han, Vandor, Han, Chewie, and uh, Watt team. The General Anakin Skywalker counter. Um, I believe this is Clash's team that he came up with and did video about. Uh, so I've been working on getting that together because I want to start setting gas on defense every round and i think this team is fun because it's got a lot of characters that i like on it and um so i've been working on you know just taking up some relic levels on them uh this week i i also took stormtrooper han and chewy or sorry not chewy but han up to relic six man let me tell you uh han solo at relic six i sliced a couple more of his mods um, he has a crap ton of offense, but dude, he smashes. Holy hell, that guy hits so hard. Um, he is, <laughs> God, that is a fun character. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of enjoying that team. Uh, let's see, I'm not at a hundred percent win rate. I'm probably like, it's kind of 50, 50 at this point. Um, I'm, I am kind of, I think I'm getting to the point where, I basically get it down to just gas. I just kind of got to get over that hump and, uh, you know, take him, take out the other clones a little bit quicker so he stands up with less protection. Um, I, so what you're saying is when gas is all that's left, it's a big relief? <laughs> uh, no, no. What I'm saying when <laughs> when gas is all that's left... Sometimes it still don't end well. Um, so, yeah, but uh, that, that's been a lot of fun. Um, get, getting back to work on some of these projects. My next project is going to be uh, Relic BB-8. I'm very close to it. I just need a Gear 12 Plus piece. Uh, and I'll be good. So, um, that's pretty much this week in Swaga. So... Uh, I think it's time to do something very exciting. Hey boys, it's your favorite time of the day. The time where we all pop our tops off and relax. So I am uh, waiting on my coffee to kick in. I got a little bit late on the uh, on starting the coffee, but um, I, I've I'm about to crack open the the wonder that is the two by four by our friends over oh, at Melbourne Bruin. Woo! Um, we, Getting ready for that Patreon Q A y- later. Yeah, we we got a pretty <laughs> froggy Q and A coming up. If you're a Patreon member, uh, Patreon.com/slash Shattered Order. If you want to be, uh, but we do that Q and A every week. We take questions from our patrons. It can be any questions. We'll go through our swaga questions, and then we'll go into a bunch of other pretty exciting questions. I think that's going to be a hell of a lot of fun, but uh, it's basically SO After Dark, so if that sounds appealing, um, uh, a lot more swearing and off-the-cuff, just God only knows what, um, <laughs> yeah, that, that'll that be it's fun, times. so make sure, you come che- make sure you come check that out. Um, uh, I am not sure if you can get it in Minnesota or not. Let me, let me check. Um, uh, why don't you right, tell so everyone what, what you're I've drinking. got? For anyone from SoCal, you'll know the brewery. I'm guessing. I like. I know them, and I'm from Arizona. But when I go there, I like to go hang out there. <clears throat> it's the brewery, and it's called Gozes Are Red. It is a Goz style ale with Sir, Syrah. Syrah. 
Syrah grapes. I don't know how you say it, but anyways, it's delicious. And I'm loving it. So very nice. Brewery. I love brewery uh, or the brewery because of, man, they have so many good sours. And I found one and it's delicious. So that's what I'm drinking. Very nice. <laughs> no doubt. I, I just saw the pop that top note in pot in the, the uh, notes. <laughs> it but, made me giggle. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, didn't want to forget because <laughs> it's it's so important. That's something we, we usually do forget. That, that, that is true. We, we always like forget one topic that we're supposed to discuss and then we don't. So, um, all righty. Let's, let's see. Well, that ain't right. No, I that guess is I didn't not update right. this. Yeah. Why, why don't you <laughs> fix that while I play this? Right. Strong with us. This update is young Padawans. Oh man! All right, so not much of an update, but there is some pretty cool stuff, and there is something I know you are damn excited about. So, oh, what is that? You know it. <laughs> All right, so let me get this this post up on the podcast. That didn't work. There it is. All right, so Grand Arena season seven. The Empire Strikes Back. All right. So next week, they got a brand new season of Grand Arena Championships. And with the 40th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back happening, they thought it'd be an excellent idea to theme the GAC with the movie in mind to celebrate. So this is uh, the first thing we've seen about what they talked about last month with celebrating Empire Strikes Back's 40th anniversary. Um. Before we get too far into it, I'll explain why Winks was saying I was really excited. And that is because on this show, I've been asking for a Wampa profile picture for as long as profile pictures have been a thing. And we finally have it. Mm. So guess what? Wampa picture incoming. And not to mention, uh, this Grand Arena is going to be 3v3. Which About is time. basically prime Wampa territory. Oh, yeah. And the only thing you have to do to get the portrait is to win a Grand Arena battle using Wampa. That's so, money, man. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's... There couldn't be an easier thing for uh, for him to to get that portrait. Um, I, I think ev- almost every... I think almost every GAC round I use Wampa to win a match. So, yeah, I would get this no matter what was going on. Yeah, it's pretty uh, freaking happy. It's a pretty good portrait too. Um, we we're desperately in need of more interesting portraits, uh, but they're adding to. They got that one and the Leia one, which is fine, whatever. But Wampa, yeah. So going back to the beginning of the post. Uh, they said it turns out Empire Strikes Back is too big for a single championship. So this season is covering the Battle of Hoth and Luke's training on Dagobah. And the next Grand Arena will be covering Bounty Hunters and Bespin. So Cloud City Heck and yeah. Bounty Hunters next... Uh, I like it. Next GAC. So it's nice to know already what the next two uh, GAC themes are. So that's cool. So why don't we go into some of these these uh these new 
feats that we got for the Empire Strike Back theming. I like it. Um, all right, so uh, you're going to need a Bacta tank. Uh, this feat will require you to inflict healing immunity 30 times in the Grand Arena. Um, so healing immunity, not super common, but, but there are options. I know CLS, um, he does it. I, is it on his basic? Um, Who's that? CLS. I, I can't remember if it's on his basic or a special, but he can get a lot of uh, healing immunity out there. Um, Where's my CLS? Jedi Knight Anakin is another great one. If if you can take like your Padme team against some Knight Sisters and basically just spam basic with Jedi Knight Anakin against Zombie, you will get this feat eventually. Um, it's That one's not going to be that difficult to do if you play it correctly. Um, I don't see heal immunity on CLS. He doesn't have it. I see defense down on his basic. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And then I see buff immunity and tenacity down on his special. That's right. Yep. Okay. Um, um, but another good one is, uh, Jedi training Ray. Yes, that is a great one. Um, and she has, the, and it can't be, uh, you know, resisted, resisted. Yep. So there you go. So uh, either one of those against Night Sisters. I mean, for for these type of things, like Night Sister Zombie is the go to. Like find a zombie and just spam it. Um, you know, you'll pretty much be good as far as that goes. It also depends on how long you get for the feat. Like if it's over two rounds, not two rounds, but like six matches then it's fairly simple too or if it's just one round one round with three matches you might still be enough to get that because it's only 30 some of these have been 50 this one's only 30 so that would make me think it's more of a one attack time thing since it's not 50 but we'll see something cool they did on this post that they haven't done in the past as far as i've seen is putting an approximate date of when that shout or feet will be live Oh, yeah. So you can kind of know ab- about when that feat's happening. Like for me, like if one day I decided that, you know, it's been two rounds and I never got my Wampa portrait. And mm. instead of freaking out that I missed it, I can check the dates here and say, oh, thank God it hasn't happened yet. So, yeah, <laughs> that is true. Very nice to have those dates on there. I agree. Um. All right, so unlearn what you have learned. This one's going to be towards the end of the month, but gain bonus cooldown recovery 30 times in Grand Arena. There are, what is that? So, what does that even mean? Uh, bonus cooldown recoveries would be like Darth Nihilus doing his AoE and reducing his cooldowns. Uh, I believe CLS reduces the cooldown or... No, actually, I think... Here we go with that, CLS again. Yeah, that might not be Doesn't, right. Doesn't uh, C3PO? Uh, C3PO does, for sure. Um, his basic, whenever they have X number stacks of translation, I want to say it's three. Um, so that is a great way to do it. And then you have, of course, uh, RJT's lead. They do the bonus cooldown reductions, I believe, whenever they do not have a debuff. And then also... Um, Doesn't Finn, too, then? He used to. Yes. 
And I don't know if the rework he still had it or not. Uh I can't remember. I'm looking. Don't um, worry. Resistance uh, Trooper. I know he does. BB eight does. Um I'm trying to think who else is there. Yeah. Uh Finn is a really good one as far as his leader goes in that case because of the fact that uh, everyone's cooldowns are reduced by one, just like uh, JTR. So if you were able to field two resistance teams, that would make this one really easy. Yep. I like it. And you should be able to field multiple, you know, resistance teams for most people. Um, I mean, six resistance characters, there's so many in this game that that shouldn't be too terribly difficult. Um, oh, right. 3v3. Right. Completely forgetting about that. And that really changes things, you know, as far as the efficacy of like a BB-8 or, you know, somebody like that that kind of requires, uh, you know, a full team to really optimize how well that cooldown reduction works. So It also would explain why the numbers are 30 and not 50. That is a good point, too. Yeah, because a lot so of times we do it see might actually numbers. be over three separate attack phases because of the fact it's 3v3. Yeah, that that is possible. So that's interesting as well. I got another portrait, and it's a good looking one. It's no Wampa, but it's a good looking <laughs> one. So you've got a picture of uh, Rolo or Rebel Officer Leia Organa there. Uh, and basically what it says is win a grand arena battle using three units who fought in the battle of Hoth. And they have a giant list here. They've got general Veers, snow trooper, Colonel Stark. So there's a three man team right there. If you decide to go that way. Yep. Uh, Imperial probe droid, legendary Chewbacca, wedge until commander Luke Skywalker, captain Han Solo. So hot on Hoth rebel scout, Hoth rebel soldier and Rolo, C-3PO and R2-D2. That that seems pretty easy to do. I mean, CLS, Chewie, and one of the droids, or, I mean, at that point, you could throw in, you know... I might do a Hot Han, CLS, and right, Chewie, I mean, or what, a third. It doesn't CLS, matter. Depending um, on the, so I say depending on the team, CLS with decent characters like Hot Han or wedge might be able to pull it out well not to mention you can throw in those weak characters and chewbacca is kind of going to heal them if that's the route you go um because they'll be the lowest healed one cls can heal himself and let chewy heal the other ones so uh, i think that's i I like that pretty good options there uh for getting that portrait that one seems pretty easy it's gonna be pretty early in the grand arena as well yeah it's interesting uh Ray Rock in chat said CLS Chewy Cholo or Hot Han, like I was saying. And that one yeah. that made me think for a second. Hot Han would be able to heal him up. So that's a very he's probably a good choice in there to try to get him up to uh Yeah. Man, he's the, uh, he's one I've always wanted to gear up. I just can't bring myself to do it. Um no use for him. I feel like he might be decent in you know, he might be like the Joe Lee of Rebels in Light Side Territory Battle, but I I ain't going to find out. <laughs> I, I ain't risking that. No, thank you. Um, yeah, pass. pass <laughs> so, um, all right. Cold Weather Combat Feet. Win a Grand Arena using Hoth Rebel Soldier and 
Hoth Rebel Scout. Man, I miss using my Hoth Rebel Scout. I've always thought he's really good because turn meter, he has turn meter gain, he has cooldown reduction, he gains 100% turn meter on critical hit. Uh, he's got a lot of really cool stuff in his kit. I think I said uh, cool cooldown reduction. I don't think he has cooldown reduction. I can't remember. No, but he has, uh, yeah, he has the turn. He gets all that turn meter off his special, right? Uh, it's been a long time since I looked. I'm going to look. He, he gives turn meter on his basic. I think it's 25% to all allies. And then his special on a crit, he gains 100% turn meter. So he can basically go back to back, if I recall correctly. Yes, um, it is. So those two together with like any decent rebel leader, I mean, throw him with CLS or whatever, and you can probably take something down. And the, the thing I like about these feats in 3v3 and the great thing about 3v3 in general is, well... Um, there's a lot more battles, which de-emphasizes scoring points in particular battles and, like, heavily emphasizes winning on your first attempt. So, you you can go in with full teams a lot easier and not really be sacrificing that many points. Um, you know, just make damn sure that you beat these things in, you know, the first try, because... So, so often in 5v5 Grand Arena, I, you know, I focus so much on trying to score points by undersizing or using heavy protection health recovery type teams. But in 3v3, it's a little bit different because it's really just about winning on the first round, um, you know, first attempt because the sacrifice isn't worth the reward. You can't like make up the banners lost Um you know, like if you screw up first battle, have to do a second battle. You can't make up those banners by getting protection banners just because the points scored are so many, you know, so many fewer in any particular battle uh, just makes it a lot more difficult. So uh, keep that in mind whenever you're trying to do some of these feats. Just just taking a second back on Hoth Rebel Scout. If he had a better unique, he would be a candidate to me for the happy fun time relicking just based on his special and basic alone. I can't disagree. Because they... I don't see anything in his kit that requires any type of synergy. So if you look at his at his basic, right? Deal physical damage to target enemy with a 40% chance to gain 25% turn meter for all allies. Mm-hmm. All allies. Doesn't have to be a certain type. And then and that's a hefty amount of turn meter gain. 25? Yeah. A quarter of a turn? That's crazy. And yep. then on his uh, special, deal physical damage to target enemy with a 55% chance to stun for one turn. So better than 50%. In addition, gain 100% turn meter on a critical hit. Another great ability. Mm-hmm. Two great abilities. The problem is his unique is uh, gaining turn meter when an empire ally enemy is defeated right but actually it's... actually once you get to his omega it's not as bad uh hot rebel scout gains 45 percent turn meter whenever an empire enemy is defeated and half that amount when a non-empire enemy is defeated so you know what i never i did yeah, i was okay. looking at i was looking at his fifth tier of that ability but once i looked at the eighth where the omega is it's still okay so he's still kind of a He's still kind of a candidate for one of those plug-and-play characters that you might yep. relic for fun. I honestly, I probably should not have looked at this because you know my <laughs> inclination of doing dumb things. So. Hey, I, I would not mind. Like I said, I have been a 
I, mean, I don't I have an alt those. account anymore. It's all happening on the That's main account. That's true. Now. Yeah. <laughs> that makes it harder to test. decisions have moved over to the main <laughs> account. Uh, perfect. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like the I like the Rebel Scout. So I don't think that'd be a terrible decision. Um, adventure, yeah. excitement. A Jedi craves not these things. This is another feat in which you get for winning a grand arena battle with Hermit Yoda and Commander Luke Skywalker. I mean, this should be money. Do you in the ever bank. use those two together? I mean, that's it's not a bad team, but it's just a weird team up. Just thematically, it makes sense, but I, as I was going to say people use. Okay, fair enough. No yeah. one ever used that. Um, hmm. Interesting. Yeah. All I right. Mean, so what up next? Oh no, you, go ahead. I was going to say you could like throw in uh, your boy Hoth Rebel Scout in that team and that might be kind of fun i mean cls can just <laughs> smoke so much stuff um and hermit yoda is just gonna make him a little bit more survivable but um yeah that that, that would be kind of fun actually yeah no doubt uh next up prepare your men win a grand arena battle with general veers and snowtrooper i don't see that one being that hard because they are directly synergistic and oh yeah snowtrooper oh, yeah. is great throw stark in there with those two and Go to town. Yeah. 100%. Um, yeah, Stark is amazing in this team. Uh, could also You know what? If you did that as well. Or Death Trooper. I mean, the, you have a lot of options. Basically, whoever you have that's good. All right. So that says approximately 6-6. Six, six. Where's that other one for the portrait? 5-12. All right. So you can't double dip for the portrait feat with this feat. I was going to ah, say, if you did this feat and threw stars in there or Stark in there, then you could have got both. But the, the, judging by the approximate dates, they will not overlap. So there's that. Yeah. Nice. Right. Um, I just soon, uh, I just as soon kiss a Wookiee, uh, win a grand arena battle with rebel officer, Leia Organa and Chewbacca. So this is another one of those that probably wouldn't be too bad. I mean, Leia, Leia lead with Han and Chewie and <laughs> yeah, decimation yeah i mean mean, it's not like her it's not like her ability leader ability is bad so that's true it's just one no one ever uses let me read it for you for remind people once again we're going we're we're running it all the way back to hoth territory battles but rebel allies have plus 20 percent tenacity and plus 20 percent crit chance whenever a rebel ally takes damage from an empire enemy they have a 50 percent chance to gain foresight for two turns at the first turn time each turn a rebel ally resists a detrimental effect or suffers a debuff they gain 30 percent turn meter so this is especially good with uh chewbacca because with him being immune to stun and daze uh this whole team would be immune to stun and daze except for chewy but i mean every time you resist one of those 30 percent turn meter i mean that's pretty gnarly and and at least with chewbacca i mod him for tenacity so he's gonna have a I do great well. time resisting already anyway so yep. and the 20 percent extra from leia uh <laughs> th- these all yeah. seem like really easy feats like all the ones yeah they don't so seem far, bad so far yeah that's just it's kind of you'd be crazy to not do them especially when there are gonna be so many teams in 3v3 you're gonna have a lot of options to kind of pick and choose um and go from there kyber again question mark 
I ex I expect Kyber from here on in. You dropped the alt. <laughs> you've hit Kyber now. You it's a requirement for you to hit Kyber. Come on, get with the Understood. program, man. Got yeah. it. Uh, Imperial Supremacy. Defeat 12 enemy units in Grand Arena with Empire units who fought at the Battle of Hearth. So that would be like Darth Vader, Colonel Stark, General Veer, Snowtrooper, or Imperial Probe Droid. Um, that doesn't seem too difficult. That actually doesn't seem really difficult at all considering it doesn't mean this doesn't mean you have to have them all on the same team. So Imperial Probe Droid goes out and kills one or two people. Right. There's two of them. Stark, Veers, Snowtrooper, mm-hmm. clear out a three-man team. There's three more. Yep. Well, and Snowtrooper, I mean, if you go up against the zombie team, Snowtrooper oh, can AOE a couple times and get you halfway there. I mean, in right. no time. So, um, yeah, really, really digging it. Seems pretty easy. And... The final one. Wars to me. Wars not make one great. Defeat 12 enemies in Grand Arena with Grand Master Yoda. So we've got a feat featuring Hermit Yoda, who was ESB, and now we've got one with Grand Master Yoda. I mean, it's the same person, but it's not the same type. It is. So that's what kind of makes it weird to me. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. It's kind of... Kind of odd, but I am certainly not going to complain about it. No, because it also sounds very easy. Um, and I'll be I mean, curious. every time I use my Jedi team, for the most part, Grandmaster Yoda is the one killing everything. Right. I mean, he so, is he is the death dealer. Defeating twelve in that units team, with so. him, dude. And that's a big I, question: okay, is right. How long is this going to last? Uh, you know, particularly on this one, it appears it starts on five twelve, so it starts at the beginning of the Grand Arena, so it could last a couple weeks. You know, you may have it, it would have days to or something. because if it's twelve enemies in one attack period, he can only defeat three in one attack period. So <laughs> you're already unless there in a are place, revives, right? But I don't think they build a feat built around. Hopefully you can get to 12 kills. Like five, I might believe that. But 12 is just... Yeah. That would be ridiculous in one attempt. I agree. So, I was just thinking this, though. What's so fun about Grandmaster Yoda is I remember when the prequels come out, came out and I was a kid and I watched them and I just thought about how awesome it was to see that old, decrepit Yoda young again right. and flipping and jumping around and fighting everywhere so every time you do it in this game and it kills someone it's just so it feels so good yep i, I totally agree especially yeah. after his rework because before the rework is like oh he did the cool flippy flips but yeah he just tickled their tickled yeah, them. he didn't do much. well <laughs> actually when he first came out he was op as hell i mean he was yeah until he, then he, he got he was basically was like, like Kylo Ren, uh, Galactic Legend Kylo Ren. I mean, he you couldn't you couldn't stop him. I mean, he was just and then he was too overpowered, so they nerfed him, and then he was freaking awful. So that was dumb. <laughs> it's but. one. It would take a lot of research, and which means I probably won't do it. But it would be really fun to go through the history of characters and look at what their abilities were before compared to after their reworks and how good versus how bad they were. Yeah. 
And then we can look at the three mace reworks and see how he went from bad to bad to bad. (laughs) (laughs) That's I I forgot that they've actually given him reworks. That's baffling, isn't it? Yes, it is crazy. I just And and to think that a random expose on a random enemy or a chance that an expose on a random enemy as part of as a rework was going to make him good. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I, I don't even know why they reworked him ever. Yeah, it's just weird. It's weird that he's one of the strongest like canon characters as far as the game goes that is just still bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's 100% true. And obviously we've heard that there are no plans for a Mace rework anytime soon. Which so is that's just silly. Crazy. I got to, I, when we get to the main topic, I've got some uh, tinfoil hat ideas on that. Uh, oh. Probably not true, but I'll, I'll mention All the right. idea anyway. I love the tinfoil hat theory stuff. Uh, we haven't had that in a while, so nice. <laughs> All right. So let's go back here. So uh, we're not going to talk a ton about 3v3, but we're going to cover a little bit of what we did actually before this last GAC. So before the last GAC, we did an entire podcast episode on 3v3, uh, thinking the last uh, GAC was going to be 3v3. So first off, I want to point you all towards episode 191. Go find the main topic in that one if you want a really in-depth 3v3 conversation. We went over it for quite a while then. We did. But we've got our notes from that episode here with us. And uh, we're going to just do some uh, talking about 3v3 and stuff that you might have forgotten. I like it. Um, It starts with me with the main thing I wanted to mention that's really important in 3v3. Having undermanned squads to use is huge in 3v3. We listed some undermanned squads uh, for 3v3. I'm going to go over what my three big ones were. Uh, That was Malik, no surprise, Nest, no surprise, Mm -hmm. and Wampa or Wampa with either Stormtrooper or Thrawn. Those are the three biggest ones to me that you can almost always count on a win with. I like it. At least depending on the team you're fighting, that is. Very fair. Any I forgot there from your notes? Um, so a uh, couple of ones. I, I, okay, here's the big question that I have, I guess, is what to do with these three primary characters, and that is Watt, Hermit Yoda, and C-3PO. Uh, this is going to be the biggest conundrum I have for setting up 3v3. And you can do like the GK-led team with any combination of those three and it's pretty good but what has a lot of versatility especially with characters like stormtrooper han one thing that i thought would be fun one of the things you mentioned was stormtrooper han and wampa um that with what would be a pretty nasty defensive team because han would get the opening taunt you'd be smashing away at stormtrooper han then wampa gets the death dealer Tech, I mean, yeah, good luck. Like, you're gonna have to go in with a pretty strong Hold team up, to Wink. take it out. Uh, Wink has been restart and he's good to go. All right, so I heard Watt, but who was the other person you're talking about putting with him on defense? 
Um, Stormtrooper Han, Wampa, and Watt together. Um, just because of the tech that the two of them would get. Um, right. You know, Wampa, Wampa smashes. I mean, it's kind of hard to take them off offense when they can score such easy banners. But, I mean... I don't know what you do to stop it. Like you're going to have to use a team that's kind of overpowered to kind of take it out. Um, so yeah, I think that would be kind of fun, but uh, yeah, like I would I said, accidentally like, leave him on defense when I was supposed to get my portrait and that's just never going to happen. Yeah. That's <laughs> better not risk it. Will, that is fair. He will be yeah. left off because the date said approximate. And if it was not the right approximation and I missed it, I would probably uh, write a strongly worded letter just saying, give it to me. I'm yeah, the biggest I, I Wampa fan that there is. <laughs> give me my Wampa. Yeah, yeah, you are the, uh, yeah, you're the biggest Wampa fan I know, that's for sure. Um, another team that I'm kind of excited about is, and, you know, the, some of these are teams that we kind of talked about, as you mentioned, on episode 191, so go check that out. Um but uh, the Basil Sean, Ayla Secura, and Old Ben team, I love trying to find these other leader abilities that you don't really get to use in you know five v five because Basil Sean's leader ability is amazing. So is Jedi Knight Revan. So it's like, which one do you use? Well, if you can take some of these other Jedi and throw in with something and make something of it, uh, even Qui Gon Jinn, uh, you know, here's one. Yeah, I was about to say. Kaigon Jin, if you have the Zeta, yeah. If it's if that Zeta's been sitting on your bench, three v three is where it comes out, and you'll get some use out of it. Hell yeah! I mean, even like, I don't know if you would do this, but even Yoda's leadership is a good one. I don't disagree. People forget about that one. If you had the Zeta on it for the week that people were using it before BSF came out, yeah, that that leadership's right there, low hanging fruit. For sure, no so. doubt about it. Um, so, uh, were there any, oh, oh, no, this one I'm excited about. I, I might change it up though. Cause I don't know what to do with it exactly, but L3 Zalbar and Vandor Chewbacca, that team always does super well for me on defense just because of, I mean, it's damn near, you have two tanks, it's damn near impossible kill. Vandor always revives them. It is so underestimated because it doesn't have a leader ability. Um, and I now have a Vandor Chewbacca that is Relic 3 with some ridiculous health. So <laughs> That guy's I'm, annoying as it is. That's crazy. He is. I, I'm very excited to see how that team does. Um, you know, I kind of wish there was somebody else I could throw in there. I wish there was a way to fit Nest in there. Uh, but <laughs> I'm not sure if I can make that work. If I had a better nest, I would probably consider that. But with my gear 11 nest, probably not. Gear, yeah, gear 11 is what you add him at. I was gonna say, gear 11, did you add a gear to him or her? No, no, she's she's been there. She needs like 150 stun guns and 150 basketballs. It ain't gonna happen. Ooh. Although, I have like 300 something stun guns at this point. Um, Due to farming gear for ultimate mats, but all right. So, so now is the perfect time, is what you're saying. If there's if, no time like the present, if there was going to be a time to do it, now would be the time. But I need crystals to buy the basketballs, and that's the problem. So I see. 
Yeah. All right, so give me another team that you're kind of excited about for this. Um, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to try some uh, some different uh, 3v3 teams with my first order now that I've got a good chunk of them. Yeah. Uh, Relic. So I'm probably going to go do a Hux lead and a crew lead. Crew okay. will probably be crew, Kylo, and Fox. You know what? I might actually move Kylo to under Hux. That's what Fox, I was going to say. And like either the other two I have are Stormtrooper and Phasma. So I think I I've, like it. I think I only have three well, or six that are relic on first order right now. So it kind of works out. You got to pull the two uh, evenly, but. Yeah, Kylo Ren Unmasked, for, First Order Executioner, and either Phasma or Foo. And then I'll probably go uh, Huxley, Stormtrooper, Kylo Ren. So um, I love Phasma because her leader ability is just it's so universal. Um she is somebody that I absolutely want as a lead. I think I am using all three leads here. Um, Kylo Ren, Mast, Hux, and Phasma. And trying to make teams out of them. Because I there are enough characters to do it. Barely. Um, I was kind of thinking... I, I definitely love First Order Executioner with crew. Um so the two of them and then maybe maybe officer I, i'm not sure the third really matters so um i definitely want kylo ren with hux and then also with hux you probably need a tank so maybe first or stormtrooper there that's and what then, i was thinking and then just kind of let the rest fall where they go however as as amazing as Sith Trooper is, I think I kind of have to put him with you? Emperor Palpatine. Who with or Sith yeah. Trooper with Palpatine? Yes, gotcha. because see, he's the uh, one. He's the wild card because he can fit into Sith teams as well. So the thing I like about him is anytime that there is a crit, he is called in to assist. What if you took a Sith Sith Empire Trooper? Is he still Sith? Yes, he's still Sith. So you could take him and give him a lot of crit chance because he has the counters. His counters, along with the Emperor Palpatine lead, could be very annoying. Or you could pair Sith Trooper with Emperor Palpatine and Dooku and have like a stunlock team that has a lot of Sith Trooper Collins. I. I think there are a lot of options there, but I think I want to move Sith Trooper over to, well, a Sith team. I think that's probably smart, the way it works out, as far as numbers go. Yeah. Because yeah, what, there's one, two, three, four, five, ten First Order characters that's not named Supreme Leader Kylo. So if you don't have Supreme Leader Kylo, you can definitely move Sith Trooper under Sith and be yep. still have three First Order teams. And if you're short... Anyone fits under Phasma. So make your yep. first two core uh, first order teams and then build a Phasma team from there, possibly. Oh, yeah, no doubt. 
since you can plug and play under her leadership. Yep. Cool. Um, so I, I want to talk about Galactic Legends real quick because I think a lot of these top tier characters, it's very interesting what happens to them in 3v3. For example, Malak seems to get a significant buff in 3v3. Um, he is much more difficult just because so many counters require more than a three-character team to annihilate him. Uh, and then you have, um, you know, like General Anakin Skywalker, who gets not quite as good, you know, in one of these teams just because it's easier to make him go down and you have more time to kill off the clones. So he's actually kind of nerfed a little bit. And I think you kind of have the same thing with Kylo and Rey, in which Kylo is the one that kind of stands on his own as being a beast in 3v3. But Rey kind of relies on having so many characters around her to kind of fall and allow her to do her thing that I think she's going to be quite a bit easier to beat in 3v3. What do you think? I think that... I don't fight them and I don't pay attention. So I don't know enough about them. <laughs> okay. If I were That's to answer fair. your question, it would be completely made up and I just won't do that. So I don't want to, I don't want to yeah. sound, make some dumb statement. That's probably not true. I don't really know, man. I do know that. I do know that, uh, as far as Kylo's kit goes, it seems like he could just, since he relies on the enemy to get all his, uh, siphons, he seems like he'd be totally fine with lo- smaller amounts, but as far as what right. makes Ray's harder with less people, I don't know what that is. Yeah, and I don't think it's significant. I don't think it's quite to the level of like gas, but I, I do think there is a little bit of a difference there. Come on, how many days until fiber infinity minus two? For as long as we've been talking about it, um, it should be now, but it's not. It's installed on the uh, pole on his street, but he hasn't been able to get it yet. So we will see. Let's see what else. Someone just asked a question about, we'll get him back in a second, but I'm going to go on to questions in chat. It was talking about what to do with Shakti. I think we mentioned this last time and me and Wink both agreed that the best teams as far as splitting things up with the clones is uh, going with a gas, gas lead echo with arc. And then Shock would get Rex and Fives, and I think that that's probably the best way to split up those two teams. Um, I can't remember. I really should listen to one ninety one and figure out why it was that we went that way. But there was a specific reason to it, and I think it had to do with uh, the way Fives' sacrifice works. But I'm not completely sure if it was five sacrifice that made us say that that was the reason so I'm not completely sure do you remember why literally it gets on the call and reconnects awesome um, I was going to ask him if he remembered alright he's gone again we'll see when he calls me but I do believe it had to do with five's revive can you hear me I can hear you uh, I wanted to ask you, just pumping along with what I was talking about. Do you remember what the reason that we thought Rex and Fives should go with Shakti was? Uh, Rex and Fives with Shakti because of the counters and the recovery, especially on offense. There's a lot of you know just 
protection, recovery, and such. Okay. Even on defense, kind kind of the same thing. So, okay, gotcha. Um, one more thing I want to touch on. A team I really love that's going to be great in 3v3. Breaking up your separatist choice. Droids. Geo Grievous B1, B2 is fantastic. I love it for offense. I don't know if I love it for defense. You might want to... You might want to switch in Magna Trooper on defense just for because of Who what he does. Who would you drop there. though? Uh, I would probably drop B two, simply because he's the one that can make them. Because he pops out of that stealth so quickly on, with Magna Trooper in there. I think yeah. I'd probably keep B one GG uh, Magna Trooper for defense. I mean. B one's probably gonna pop out of uh pop out of it fast too just because if he's modded for speed. True. Um, I, I haven't been able to figure out what I want to do with those characters. I, I agree they're probably good on offense, uh, but man for I, defense, I don't know what to do. I always set them on defense and I, I ain't got the foggiest clue, honestly. Yeah. Well, to be honest, in five V five, a lot of times if it's a team, since mine are all relic those three at least, GG, B1, B2. For a lot of those teams that require AOE to kill them quickly, that I only take in those three. Like yeah. Bugs, bugs for example, if I have them to use on Bugs and I don't need them somewhere else, I will just take those three in. Because they're very AOE heavy, uh, very, very big, uh, you know, offense or hits, attacks, so... Right. They're a very good offense team, especially if you need an AoE team. For so. sure. Um, uh, Something else I just now thought about is General Anakin Skywalker with Ahsoka. Um, you know, if you think back to that special mission in the light side territory battle, those two are pretty nasty together because of the way that his basic plays, if you have the Zeta on it, where it, you know, you can call in uh, Ahsoka you could do something else entirely with your clones and then just have that two-man team that would probably smash a hell of a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's it's it's so fun to talk about. This is why I like 3v3. It's completely different than 5v5. Everything you know about 5v5 yep. goes out the window and you have to, there's a lot of theory crafting in 3v3, which is why I like it. I know a lot of people don't like it. And maybe maybe that's because of the fact that we had 5v5 the entire time this game's come out. But what makes 3v3 fun to me is just a different aspect that adds in more theory crafting. And I just love I love the game mode. And it's only like once every four GACs. So it's not like it's... It's like once every four months you get 3v3. So it's not there so much that it makes people sick, but it does last a month. For those people that don't like it, I understand why you get upset about it, but try to try to enjoy it. Uh, you know, we'll be throwing out what teams are working well for us and what is not. Um, so you'll, you'll see some of that as we go through this GAC, but for yeah. sure. Um, all right. You have any more teams to talk about? Or you want to move ahead to the next topic? Nope. I'll just mention again, 
We didn't spend a ton of time on this because we went over it for the main topic of episode 191. So if you go back and listen to the main topic of episode 191, you'll catch all of our uh, discussion. Uh, I think we went for like 45 minutes on this. So you'll get a lot of good 3v3 conversation in episode 191. And one thing to keep in mind, if you go download episode 191, the podcast is broken down into chapters, so you can just select that chapter in your podcast app and go there. You don't have to hunt down and just guess around. So, uh, yeah, make sure you guys go back and listen to that. Awesome. Back on topic. We're talking about Roadhead. Roadhead. Sorry. We're talking about Roadhead, really? Roadhead. Oh, wrote ahead. I, I think and I missed speculation. I was trying to do the the, you know, the yeah, semi pull. I noticed. I missed yep. it three times before I got it right. That was. That's beautiful. all right. That's <laughs> right. I love that sounder though. Oh, that's yeah, a good yeah. one, and we'll get to use it again soon, hopefully. But I hope next. I week. mean, that's why I wanted hopefully. to talk about that this yeah. this week because this might be the last chance we get to talk about it before it actually does come out. So we're going to talk about Road Ahead speculation. Um, basically, expe- I, I, well, let's set the, the let's set the shattered order expectations for this Road Ahead because okay. I have lofty expectations. Um, oh, me too. And uh, they are very lofty and... It's mm. it's going to be bad news bears for me if they don't deliver in a big way. I completely after agree. pushing off for it's... this long and with all the things that they told us weren't yep. happening. So let's go over this a few of these, all right? For sure. First off, there's no Galactic Republic Jedi rework. So they've already said that that is not happening. Right? Mm-hmm. So we know that that's not what they're going to announce in the road ahead. So that's one more thing ticked off the box that they can't list in the road ahead to get us excited. And I'll tell you what, true, it would have made me excited. Now I'm going to put the tinfoil hat on. Like I said earlier in the show about this. Oh, I know where you're going. Let's pretend for a second that they weren't trying to squash your hopes and they were playing a, a grammar game. Or they were saying they weren't doing it because of a different reason. Let's. What if Jedi Council Tag, which we talked about in the past, actually became a thing and with it came reworks for those characters? Now, you know that obviously they'd still say Galactic Republic Jedi, but they'd also become Jedi Council, which would also limit the amount of Jedi that they have to change because there's a lot of Jedi that weren't in the Jedi Council. So... I think it would be interesting. It would, it would be a, also a way to put up a wall between synergies, kind of like leaving the Jedi tag off of Ray, for example. Um, you know, if you create kind of an entirely new tag, you can create synergy within that that may not necessarily fit and create a bunch of OP teams elsewhere or something and, along and, those lines. And with to go right along with what you just said. Well, it is exactly what you just said. That whole Jedi thing with Ray, this would be the perfect way to get around that. Yep, I like. I that is a great uh, point. I, I don't think they would remove a tag from characters, though. I think no, that's no. The I think they'd problem. all stay Galactic they- Republic, and I think that their reworks would make them 
decent enough on their own, but probably better in a synergy team. But I think right. it'd be really because think about it. People are Cam has been unlocked by some people, and for the most part, people have said he's underwhelming. But he was on the Jedi Council. When I think of people, the Jedi Council, I think of Cam. I think of Cam. I think of Mace. I think of Yoda. Those are the three big ones that come to my head. And if you were to rework those Jedi Council members in a way that worked better with Cam, with a smite retouch to Cam's kit, I think that would go a long way. I don't know. Yeah, I, I just I, I don't really see it, unfortunately. I don't um, see it either. I know it's a and- stretch. That's why I called it the tinfoil hat. But it would be really nice for everyone out there that has their Jedis like Frost Virus. If the no reason question. they said that they weren't being Jedi Galactic Republic weren't being reworked is because they were reworking Jedi Council instead. And it would be one of those really cheeky, dumb type of comments for them to say because yeah. it, would, it made everyone mad, especially if they really intended on reworking characters. But right. That's I, the uh, that's the optimist in me coming out, which hasn't happened a lot recently. That but. is very optimistic. <laughs> I just I I don't see it happening. Um and honestly, it's okay. Uh it's I think Cam will be fine whenever people get him geared up and he hits relic levels and is on the same playing field as everyone else. He's gonna be good. Um and we'll kind of start to understand how good he really is at that point. But I'm a, I'm okay with no rework. Some of these characters are pretty decent, but some of them desperately need reworks. And Mace. <laughs> and here's why yeah. that here's why this tinfoil yeah. hat idea is really probably not true is because they've already said that Mace wasn't getting reworked. And Mace yeah. would be definitely be on the Jedi Council, so Yeah. Um but speaking of other things that they are likely and well this definitely not working on is a new raid. Uh they made this pretty clear and we've talked about it a little bit, but I feel like I'm on a lone island being excited that there's not a new raid coming. Apparently they were working on a new raid and they scrapped it. Oh, no, no, wait, and... wait, wait, wait. Don't say scrapped. I do not believe that was their wording. They said that they stopped working on it. They stopped, halted work on the new raid. Everyone seems okay. to think that it was canceled. I don't, as far as I remember, what they said was, wasn't that it was canceled, but they stopped work on it. Which mean, doesn't mean that okay. it's never going to come. It just means that That's it's not true. coming anytime soon. Um, because that's, Are you okay with this? Do you care? Here's why I don't care. Everything that they've introduced lately has been Mm -hmm. incredibly difficult and not even to the level you can beat it within the first month that you get it to the not not beat it, but that you can't complete the highest tier in the first month, two months. And I know that a new raid they introduced, if it was as hard as Lightside GOTB, I would not be happy with it. Same way I wasn't happy with Lightside GOTB when it came out. It was incredibly difficult, was ridiculous to the point where relics, which were just introduced, weren't even enough to beat missions at a point. I mean, it's just, I wasn't excited for the raid simply because I knew it was going to come out and be ridiculously hard, and that didn't excite me. 
So if they want to cancel it to the point where I have a lot more relic characters on my uh, roster when it actually does get released, I'm okay with it. So I have a different issue with the raid, and that is the fact that it's pretty binary. I mean, you either beat it or you don't. And the point at which you beat it, there's only like a week or two area there where it's even questionable if you beat it yeah after the first time you know you're not beating it after that you know you're beating it like there's no worry this is just about ranking on score um which you're battling against your guild mates which you know you work together and then two weeks later you're fighting against each other just it's kind of a silly premise uh for this stage of the game in my opinion it was great at first because I mean, the first Rancor, it, like, there was a lot of work up to it to get to the final tier and beat it and beat it consistently. It still required everybody. But at this point, it doesn't seem to be the case. And that's partly because there is such a wide variety of kits and there's always something that people figure out and that sort of stuff. But always some I've never, Jedi Anakin in phase three of the raid. That, right. There's always something. Exactly. And so I'm not a big fan of the raid format in general. I think there's something better that they could be doing that would be actual content that is something that's strategic to work on. Um, I think of like an arcade mode. Um, So arguably my favorite game of all time. And I love this game. It's amazing. Every time I find it, I have to go play it. And that is Galaga. It is just absolutely freaking fabulous. It's endless. But not only is it endless, if you make it to wave 10, um, your score can vary so widely based on how you got there and how well you performed to get there. I want to see something more like that. Something that does have some sort of tiered reward, something with, um, you know, that is competitive that you can do on your own, that you don't require a specific time that like, if I want to get up at six o'clock in the morning and do it, I want to do it then. If I want to wait till eight o'clock at night, I want to do it then. And that's fine. Like I want a game mode like that. That is kind of not entirely endless, but almost endless or at least stacking difficulty in some way. Um, And I use the Galaga example just because you know, the arcade style is just so freaking good because you can play the same damn game over and over and over and always get different results because you're you're trying to figure out different ways to progress through it. And there's also a score involved, which I think is kind of important. You could have seasons of the arcade mode in which, you know, you post your best score and you get ranked based on how well you scored or something like that. Like, and it could be strategic and change regularly. There could be restrictions on characters. This could be bounty hunters. Then you could go to rebels or, you know, um, something like that. I just think there are so many options. There's so many other ideas of game modes that could, that they could do that could make the game far more engaging. The game is not as engaging as it should be. It's too much based on timers between arena battles, waiting on a specific time for a raid or in the event of territory battle is you're waiting to fill tunes so you can go in and finally do your battles. But that's why I've come to love territory battle so much, though, is 
I don't have to do it at nine o'clock in the morning. I can do it right before I go to bed. I can do it at lunch. It doesn't really matter. As long as I get it done within that time period, I'm good. You're, you're, you're preaching to the choir on that one because it's exactly why I hate Territory Wars. Territory Wars yeah, are to be done. Point. You have to check it all day long to know when the next area opens so that you can use your one counter on that 25-team wall to make sure your team gets through it. You can't just go in at 10 p.m., do your territory war battles and be done. You have to be checking that right. shit all day long to be a good a good territory war teammate. You know what I mean? That's why For I've never sure. liked the mode. I, I just don't like being strapped to my phone for for anything. So I don't know. It just it's it's one of the reasons I just don't like territory wars. And if we could find a way to get more that you know, puts the time in our hands when it's best for us. That's what I want. So, um, yep. Yeah. So, well, that's something the other two I, I, love I know you got a question. Oh, uh, one thing I want to mention is like assault battles. That is why assault battles are so damn good because uh, it's pretty binary on if you beat it, but it is something you can play anytime you want. It does have this breakdown between different factions. So if you want to get better at one of them, you can be like, okay, I'm going to work on this faction to help me get better at that particular thing. Like, right. I love assault battles are fabulous. Anyway, sorry. That, that was my digression. Go ahead. All right. So I was going to keep going on the things that they, we know are not coming from the road ahead. Uh, I know you got a question under this next one. Uh, let me read the next two, and then you can ask this question. So I'll read this one first. Uh, we know that new content is supposed to be a daily thing that's more on the solo content side. And then we also know that they also said no sandbox mode or live PvP. So there's a, right off the top, no Galactic Republic Jedi reworks, no raid being worked on, no sandbox mode or live PvP. And we know whatever content they're talking about was listed as a daily thing and something on that solo content. Right. So from there, you can ask your question. And then I want to talk about our uh, guess, best guesses as to what type of announcement we can expect. Okay. Um, so, uh, like I said, patreon.com slash shattered order. This is actually one of the questions we're going to be answering on the Q and a, but I thought it was kind of fitting for our topic tonight. So I wanted to bring it into this show, of course, but um, this was a question on our Patreon Q&A section from Apocalypse. Uh, I tend to think the best possible thing for this game is to create some sort of mode that will allow it to become an eSport. In other words, a mode that allows independent groups to organize and host tournaments or events with their own rules, etc. Um, so, I love the idea and this is kind of almost what grand arena did in a way but it would be great if there was a way to go in and just battle people kind of continuously in a competitive way because arena is not that um it, grand arena is really the only thing that we have that and guild i mean territory war to some degree but God, 
uh, Grand Arena is so good. Like, th- there's so much they could do into pushing it more towards like an esport idea because that would like that could explode this game as far as live streaming and giving content creators more options, which does which seems to help. Um, you know, make the game more exciting and grow the community together in a way. You want to hear something absolutely crazy that they could still make money on? If they had a second app that was a tournament builder like GAC, that you could create your own GAC, which is in its own section in the main game, where if you got an invite to it, you could join it from there. But if you had a, like, a, uh, let's say tournament builder tool where if you had the ally codes of everyone you're going to invite into a GAC, you invited them that way. And then on top of that, you could set all the rules for that GAC in that GAC, in that uh, tool, and then create a, you know, you know, three round, six round, 10 round GAC to fight. And whoever gets the most banners at the end wins that tournament. I think that would be huge. And it is kind of a sandbox mode, but it's kind of would also take a second app, an app that you could charge money every time you made a tournament. So they're all making money on the tournaments you make. Uh, That's people a good could, idea. they could have prizes on the tournaments. So if you made, paid an entry free to get in the tournament, that would pay for the tournament for the people creating it that they could give to CG to make the tournament. And then I think it'd be really fun to see that type of thing where. Let's see. Shattered Order is hosting a GAC tournament where you can only use Empire and Rebels or something of like that nature. You know what I mean? I think that would be really cool. And I think it goes right along with what Apocalypse is saying. I think that would be super fun. Uh, I don't know that they would ever do it, but it just seems like that framework is already built into the game for that type of thing. I agree. That if they built that second app... And a place in the main game where you could go to play that, it could mm-hmm. work. But will it happen? Uh, I'm about 90% on the no side, but that would be amazing, I think. I would t- definitely yep. join some of those tournaments. That would be super fun. I totally agree. It would be great. Um, so one thing I didn't put in the show notes, but regarding Road Ahead speculation, because they have hinted at this. They have hinted at vehicles coming to this game. I, you know, I forgot to put I that in here. Sw- I swear, I swear. The title will Mark not be clip bait if we get vehicles. And you know what's funny is that vehicles fit mm-hmm. the solo content uh, name. And I'm telling you, I, if the solo content we get is vehicles, and that's it, I, like not if farming vehicles. <laughs> if you bring vehicles into this game, it damn sure better have freaking content for my damn characters that I've been working my ass off ever since the beginning of this game to build. If you just throw effing vehicles in here to be something else to farm and work towards that is another thing like ships, it's zone separate thing, and it doesn't integrate in some way, mm, I, I, I'll be... I'll be pissed and I'll probably be out. I, I just, I, I don't want to do that. Now, if they bring vehicles in and it's like 6v6, like five characters 
and a vehicle or something like that because that's actually what we speculated ships as being originally something like that would actually be kind of interesting like that i could probably be on board with i i love that most people uh are seeming to agree with the vehicles. I think I put a, I put a tweet out on Twitter asking what people, it was basically a Mad Lib saying, if vehicles were the next thing to come to Swaga, what would be your thoughts on it? And pretty much everyone responded with a, a GIF that was basically that they didn't want it. So I'm still here, Wink. Talk to me. All right, so you hear me? Okay, good. All right, we're back. I hung up on you earlier because you were cutting out, but I really wanted to hear what you were saying about vehicles. So why don't you start what you said about vehicles again so I can hear it this time? It's okay. Just note the time and have fun editing this for this episode. (laughs) guys are live streaming of world first world problems here like if there were ever first world problems this podcast would be it (laughs) we've decided your internet is a rental you know when you go to like uh Let's see, not Taiwan. Where do they go in uh, Thailand? You're just like, if you go to Thailand and you're like, hey, look, they're selling uh, Rise of Skywalker DVDs. But it's like the DVD that's been burned like off of six other burns. So it's really hard to hear and read. That's the Rise of Skywalker we got with you. <laughs> I'm holding. We'll talk about vehicles real soon, guys. I know that you're on the edge of your seat. At least ride smoother. At least... uh... (laughs) Wink Jones? That's a... I don't think people realize what your last name is. Wink, someday I'm going to have Internet Jones. Imagine if Wink was actually your first name. (laughs) I just cannot wait to see what happens. Does anyone notice that I'm a lot shinier tonight? It's so hot here. I'm just on another level of uh, colored.
Okay. I am answering chat questions for two minutes. Who has a question? You're dying in the heat. We have snow. You know what? I'm going to be, if I were completely honest, I haven't had seen snow in probably 10 years. As far as I can remember seeing snow. You have frost warning tonight? Jeez. I think it was over 100 today. Was it over 100 today? Um, I don't know. I can check for you, though. Well, My wife that. is going to check for me. I'm pretty sure it was. Jam their transmission. Someone is jamming Wink's transmission week after week. 102. It was 102 today. That was our high. Our low was 71. With a low of 71. It's currently 88 degrees. Currently it's 88. And my name is Goodnight Punk with your daily Arizona weather report. 20% humidity. 20% humidity. <laughs> Over 80 in Seattle, which is hot for Seattle. Yeah, that seems hot for Seattle. I, uh, man, I remember 90 being hot when I lived in San Diego and then I moved back to Arizona and then I realized what hot was again. Your wife is like an Alexa. My wife's name is Alexa, actually. I'm just kidding. GNP, you're a Lions fan? Yes, I am a Lions fan, unfortunately. We can hear your wife. <laughs> I figure she's like... Three feet from the microphone. So. And now she's tapping the side of my head. I probably should pause my recording so Wink doesn't have to work as hard to figure out where his, the audios line up, but I'm not going to do that. This is his penance for bad internet. <laughs> Tell us the story of how you and Wink met and started a podcast. It's not a story the Jedi would tell us. Uh, so, quick, quick to answer that question. Uh, I when I found out that guilds were coming to Swaga, I posted on the newly formed guild forum on the for the uh, Swaga forums. I posted a link for a guild that me and the man now known as Elephant in the room were going to start. Uh, I I knew it was fifty people, so I started. Uh, I started filling up those 50 people and uh, as those 50 people filled one of those 50 people was uh, Wink so I met Wink when we started the guild in April 2016 I think April 2017 no it was 2016 and so I started the guild and I'd say four months after the guild started uh, we were I decided that I wanted to try my hand at podcasts. So I posted in our guild chat that asking if anyone was interested in podcasting. And the only person that wrote me back was Wink. And from there, we started at episode one, obviously, which was absolutely terrible. And uh, we've been doing it ever since. So what are we at? 100, episode 196, which is, you know, a lot of years of doing this podcast. My wife is shoving the dog on the screen. Yeah, it is an understatement. It's been a long time. <sighs> yeah, I right, can't we believe got we've been back. doing this thing for like four years now. It's kind of crazy. I can't even remember life four years ago now at this point. All I can remember is podcasts. 
Uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Um, oh, all right. So I think the tech issues are out of the way. I pray they're out of the way. So what, what the hell were we talking about? All right. I cut you off when you started uh, cutting in and out because you were talking about your thoughts on vehicles and I couldn't hear any of them. And oh, I right. wanted to hear them. Okay. So back to the beginning. Um, with right. ve- vehicles, Let me have um, the only way I'd be okay with them adding that is if it was like another leader ability type thing or a capital ship or something along those lines where it was like a 6v6 enhancement to the 5v5 characters. If it is a new game mode where you only rely on ships or sorry, only rely on vehicles and there's no characters involved or none of that crap, I'm done. I ain't doing it. Um, I'm not saying I'm going to quit Swaga. But I got no interest in that crap. Uh, none, none whatsoever. Zero. They couldn't get ships right, and to and they're barely starting to get them into a playable, uh, like more than two and, or three teams playable area. And if you throw sh- vehicles on top of that right now, come on, that does not work. And sh- and characters are so good. The game mode, everything with characters is great. Like enhance that. Do get give us something more to do with that. Don't give us some other bullshit game mode that we don't want. Just that'll be terrible from the start. They're not. It right. might not even be terrible, but they're not going to have a lot of variety in it. It's just going to be another thing, another thing we have to do every day. 100%. It's not going to be as fun as you think it is. I remember when we didn't have ships. I was all on board for ships, and then they came, yeah. and I didn't like them. Like. I was all about ships back in the day, but I am not on board for sh- vehicles just because of the, we saw the way vi- like ships were rolled out. I have no and faith. I don't see do it being. Correctly. Yeah. Now I heard you mention in all the babbling with your bad internet <laughs> about five v five, and it was similar to what we thought ships might be when they were coming out. Right. Like as an addition to five v five. Now, if you are not a very long time podcast listener. Before ships came out, we speculated that it would be mm-hmm. what's what eventually became the extra button in territory battles. Like literally, territory battle that's a good uh, way of special it. buttons are the things we thought yes. ships were going to be. So we thought you were going to equip a ship with your five v five team, mm-hmm. and you were going to get an extra button with a with a uh, a timer on it. And that button was depending on the ship you picked was a special ability that you used. In the game. Now, I didn't, I did not play Disney's Sorcerer's Arena for longer than a day, a day and a half. But in that game, they do have something very similar to that where you can pick what the extra special ability button is. Uh, Interesting. In that game. So okay. it is very, something that we've, we have seen in practice now in another game. So, I mean, could it still be that with vehicles? It could be. But, I mean, that's not a playable game mode either. So, yeah, that's I, true. As, I would be okay with it if it came that way. But then also there would be not be, not be new content besides right. just adding to what's already there as far as modes go. So We desperately just need a better game mode. Um, it's... We'll see. But, man, I just... I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll see how this. I'm gonna be honest, but we've talked about tower mode a lot 
We've uh, talked about endless mode, horde so mode. Yeah, hell yeah. I'd be totally okay with those things. You want know to also be okay with some kind of other really cool solo game mode that I can't even think of. I'm not a game designer, yeah, right? I'm going off of things that already exist. Mm-hmm. And a lot of games do that all the time, which is why we we lean on those things. But if they come out with a road ahead and blast us with some solo playable content that none of us could ever have imagined that uses your entire roster, let's say I get to use my first order that are relic now instead of putting them on defense like I do now. Yep. I mean, I could play them on offense, but then I'd lose a defense team that I really like. So, But I mean, like, come out with a game mode where I can play my whole roster. If it's one that we've talked about for months, whether it's a new one that they've come up with that sounds awesome, I don't care. That's all I want. Give me a playable game mode. Yeah, I agree. Um, and solo. I don't want to... I lo- As much as I love our guild, I want a solo game mode. I 100% agree. We don't need any more guild content um like we 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 have enough like we we got plenty um yeah we they can do something creative like there's gotta be something um i just i'm i'm not real optimistic at the moment i I hope that changes i really do but right now i don't have a whole lot of faith because well we've seen how everything has gone Yep, no doubt. Uh, so one other thing I want to throw onto this is it feels like the last time we got a really big quality of life update was two years ago when Ships 2.0 came out. So my question is, do you have any expectations for quality of life updates coming along with the road ahead? Uh, no. The only quality of life stuff that I would personally like would be well, game modes. That would enhance my quality of life regarding Sparga. <laughs> so, um, actual Content quality of life is stuff, what makes me really. happy. Mod management I, I, of some sort, maybe. But I feel like we might see like maybe one or two big quality of life updates mentioned in the Road Ahead. Like I, th- I feel like we should get the Road Ahead is supposed to be bigger than the State of Galaxy. We usually forbid get it's something. Heaven forbid it's not, but I f- believe we'll get yeah. told about the content which will be the big thing. And then I think we'll be told about some quality of life things, which I hope is a mod cap increase or some way to... I Let me just tell you something. I did the marquee events and I didn't like the mods sitting in my message box enough to sell my mods that my message box had three plus on it for the whole three days until they disappeared out of there. Oh God, I know. That's... We need to. The, I need a mod things. cap, or I need a better way to upgrade and sell mods than the one that they added. One hundred recently. Yep. Um, a couple that I see in chat that I hundred percent agree with. Uh, fleet squads. We need to be able to build fleets, especially if they're going to be adding second fleets to Grand Arena, as they've mentioned. The other thing that mm-hmm. is desperately needed is more gear management stuff, especially with like. Uh, regarding the scavenger we need to be able to go in there pick a piece of gear and then just craft the damn thing rather than having to go find a character that hopefully has that piece and uh, hopefully being able to craft it from there it's ridiculous Mm -hmm. so if they just did that i would be very 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 happy yeah see i feel like they're like even if you know squad 
save or save squads for ships was one of the things, one of the two quality of life things they mentioned. I feel like we're just going to get some kind of mention of quality of life in this because it just seems like it's been so long since there's been, because you remember there used to be a big quality of life uh, update every, I think it was May every year. Yeah. And we haven't had one in the last two years. So I feel like we might see some quality of life stuff, but the last question I want to ask, Maybe. and because it was asked a lot in chat, and I said we were going to save it for the main topic, and it doesn't have a lot to do with the road ahead, but it does have to do with the road ahead, not the post, but what's happening. And that right. is, do you think there's more to come for the Empire Strikes Back celebration than the two the two themed uh, GACs? I do. I definitely do, 100%. I think that whatever they're talking about, whatever this new content is, I think that with that, they're going to pair some reworks because Leia has always been awful. There's no reason for a Leia in this game to be awful. There's no reason for a Han in this game to be not great. Like These are characters that should be good. I want to see a freaking rework of some of these characters have been in this game for a while the high name characters you don't want to work rework hoth rebel scout i get it that's fine uh but give us Leia and han reworks at least that i i think there will be something along those lines makes sense i maybe a legendary that would be out of the blue who okay who would be a legendary from empire strikes back like, is there anyone the that we don't already have in game? The legendary snow speeder with the introduction of vehicles. Uh, do, don't don't play with me like <laughs> that, man. Let's let's not. I want to be in a good mood the rest of the night. We still have a Q and A to do. Like, let's not go there. Yeah. I don't know, dude. Uh, um, <laughs> let's go. Who who's missing? Uh, there's got oh the Tauntaun. Yeah, there we go. Can I get a Galactic Legend Wampa? Dude, Tauntaun... No, hear me out. Tauntaun would be awesome. We have Wampa. Why not a Tauntaun? The Tauntaun. <laughs> it automatically taunts. It would be a taunt-taunt. Um, it starts out with a pre-taunt. When you kill it, it restores 100% protection to everybody. See, like it was protecting Luke. See what I did there? That's what we need. Like Tauntaun. <laughs> Tauntaun. I, you know what? I would totally... This is going to sound real stupid, but... Probably. Uh, if... So we're, while we're on... Yeah, okay. That's me. I've had two beers. We're going to get real stupid here soon. But <laughs> I would actually be excited for creatures than vehicles. Yeah! Dude, there's so many options. Lothcat, Tauntaun... You know, there are so many, like, creatures yeah. in the Star Wars world that would be interesting. And you don't have to keep them out of regular character battles. It, you, I don't know. I'd be much happier with creatures than vehicles. So, yeah, I, I totally agree. I, it's, that would be, like, who doesn't love freaking Wampa? Like, Wampa's so much fun. Can you imagine a creature just, team? How cool would that be? Yeah, hell yeah. Um, all in. My God, there's got to be the something in ESB that... Amazing. 
I, I still think a two a, a rancor that takes up two character slots would be cool. Ooh, what about this? Here's a good one. You're gonna like this. All right, let's hear it. Carbonite Han. <laughs> I, I that would, that be, would be the best tank in the game. I best mean. tank in the game. It would it would feed all of the memes that have come out in this game forever. <laughs> Hell yeah. Minox, nice. Oh, that's like a good that. one. Yeah, yeah. I think there there are a lot of options. I, I would like to see some of these like obscure things from Empire Strikes Back and some reworks of these characters to make them good. Uh, yeah, it's. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I think that thing with creatures is they're more like people than ships than machines. So. It's kind of cool to see these. It's like, hey, I got a Tamagotchi in Swaga. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Well put. That's the new solo mode. Tamagotchi. Raise your loath cat. Uh, so, um, <laughs> a- anything else that you've got, sir? Nope. I've got, besides lofty uh, aspirations for this road ahead, I don't think I have anything to mention on this. Oof. All right. Um all right, well, uh, that's going to pretty much wrap up, what the hell is this, 196? Crazy. Um, but we're also going to do a Q&A, so if you're a Patreon uh, person, patreon.com slash shattered order, you'll be able to find the Q&A. It'll probably be up Sunday. Whenever the podcast is posted, I plan on the Q&A being posted as well. So make sure you guys check that out. If you would like to have access to that, patreon.com slash order. We would greatly appreciate your support. Um, you know, even if it's a dollar or whatever, uh, you know, it helps. And if not, subscribe, share, share the podcast, share videos. Um, I've got some great videos on the YouTube channel on these last couple of territory battles, how to beat those. Uh, that are actually really helpful. Um, hoping to do some more stuff. Man, I, I've got several videos I'm working on. I just I haven't had time to finish them. That's the problem. Um, mm-hmm. So make sure you guys subscribe there and all that good stuff. Uh, next week, we'll give away some stickers. Um, I have a co- I have some stickers I need to mail out. I know I, I didn't hear from some of you guys last month that won the stickers. Um so we'll grab those names and refresh it next week. Let you guys know uh, so we can get those out because the SO sticker is kind of awesome. Kind of want one, I'm sure. So uh, we will do giveaways next week. Um, t-shirt to a Patreon and uh, stickers to Twitch subbers. And, and we're getting close to a blue giveaway for everyone that is not yeah. a Patreon or a yeah. Twitch Prime subber or Twitch sub. Not everyone's Twitch Prime. But if you're a Twitch sub or a Patreon, we got those things going for you guys as well as we got blue microphone giveaways uh, coming up. So as far as uh, good stuff coming your guys' way, there's a lot coming on. So oh, I want to yeah. say... Uh, go ahead. Big Deal brings up a good... Hey, give a shout out, shout out to Cable for his smoker. Um, he... He built a smoker. We we have a pretty cool DIY channel in in uh, our Discord. Discord.me slash shattered order. Um a lot of cool stuff. He's kind of been showing us the steps along the way of the drum smoker he built, which is pretty pretty awesome. I, I can't I can't wait for Quoth to send me some ribs they smokes. I am anxiously awaiting. Yeah, send those my <laughs> way, bro. Come on. 
Yeah, I love that channel. It's cool to see. I think someone built a uh, rock pathway. They got a nice, what is it, a flower bed someone built. That channel's real cool. Apparently, it's so. discord.com now. Is that accurate? So it's discord.com slash shattered order? Wow, okay. I don't know. Have to check that out. According to Joker. Hmm, interesting. All right, so everyone out there, thanks for listening. If you want to hit us up that and you don't want to join Discord, go ahead and the shattered order at gmail.com is our email. You can find us there if you have questions about the podcast or anything else that goes on in this podcast. Uh, we will answer you there. Um, but for everyone that is a Patreon in the chat, if you head to Discord and you join the Patreon voice channel, we're about to do the QA. And for everybody else, uh, I am highly thinking if there's not a road ahead next week that we're going to do an everybody QA. So uh, look out for that in Discord this week, and we'll let you guys know early to get questions in, and uh, we can go from there. So thanks for everybody for listening, and we will catch you at. We will catch you next week for episode 197 as we march our way to that 200th episode. Crazy. Thanks, everybody. We'll catch you later. Later.